Good evening, Off-Track listeners. Glad to have you back on the tracks here for a special episode. As always, I'm joined by the Fleetwood to my Mac, Grayson. How are you? How are you now? Oh, good, buddy. It's, it's exciting to have you back. Um, we, uh, we got a special guest here, Jay Rosehill. Uh, we're glad to have him on his, well, I guess the, the first one will drop. Um, how are you? How have you been doing? Boys. You Thanks. excited to be back? I am. Excited. Long time no see. Incredibly nervous. Just like you were in the first one. We're going to hint at that one until, until people get to hear the second one. But Hintity, hint, hint. We have to give you a little bit of some juice here. There's got to be some archives, boys. You gotta <laughs> we, we gotta, well, there's two hours of alien talk that we archived already. So, <laughs> so we, we, yeah. we can't, we can't argue, ar- archive too much. But yeah. That, that was back when the Crescent was rolling, though. Yeah, we were in the Caldi. Nobody even knows about that. Yeah, I miss the Caldi. Take me back. Down. Yeah, you're. Uh, what, what's it called? Wear clothes. Wear clothes. You gotta wear clothes and wear clothes. We won't get too no, much into that. No, we don't. We don't wear clothes and wear clothes. No, you don't. Now we have nowhere no. to party. Me and me and Spencer, like homeless people in the Caldi, we're all we can party with is Tricky Ricky. That's it. <laughs> I I'm bouncing all around the East Side of Olds again here. I'm moving from one place to the next. Try, trying to find out where I can fit in. So, so we're just we're battling over here. I don't know about you. How how about how much are you battling over there? It's a battle right now. I'm in quarantine for two weeks right now. So, can you elaborate oh. on that? Well, none of us have COVID. At least we don't think because they haven't fucking tested us. But uh, some a guy on our team's girlfriend got COVID. And we all went and watched Game Seven at the at that house. So then they just said anyone who went to the house had to get quarantined, so they shipped us out of our dorms and put us in these decent uh, apartments, and so now we got six guys in one apartment building right now. And, uh, first two months of college. Yeah, your first, first two months, you're stuck into a house with six guys in a, in a, in a quarantine with no school to do. Well, there's I can't some imagine that's do. no There's fun. some school to do, but it's, it's not a whole bunch, not a whole lot, so it's, it's a fucking shit show again. More shit shows. When is it not for you? It hasn't. It's been a nonstop shit show <laughs> since day one of fucking getting here. Since day one, you had the fourteen day bender. I had to just like cut off communication because I knew you were just <laughs> you were just on a fourteen day entering college ride, and I was like, I'm not even gonna bother. I'll hear about it in two weeks. <laughs> I'll open your snap in six days. Yeah, yeah. I'm like every time I three click to four send on a snap. Days. It's three to four business days before he opens it. And then I'm phoning him. He's like, I haven't opened your snaps in a couple of days. And he goes, I just kind of leave them now. Cause then it's like a movie. You get to see what you've been doing for four days. And he's just clicking through like 45 to two minutes of like just snaps from me. Sounds like I do crazy. actually enjoy that. I do enjoy it. So, you do enjoy it. I, I, yeah. I, I kicked off tonight's pod with something that everybody else doesn't know about, but a Ted sub. I, th- I thought I should, I thought I should bring it back for tonight. Kind of. I get six. Oh, I only got a six incher tonight because I had an Addy in me. So can you even tell? Can you even tell what you got if you got a six incher? Cold cut. Hold the pickles. Hold the shitty mayo. Add honey mustard. Sorry, not hold add the shitty pickle. mustard. Add dill pickles. So you know no pickles. Add about, dill pickles. You know what the worst part about ordering a six inch is though? Okay, here we go. Telling your dad you're a fucking. <laughs> <person>. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, I didn't want to be too full. Dude, I got college night to prob- go to after this, so I got to keep a little bit of room in there, so I got lots of barleys. <laughs> I let myself go. 
<laughs> yeah. I had one two-day roast beef slapped with barbecue sauce. Oh. I crushed it on the golf course. <laughs> How'd your tummy feel after shitloads of barbecue so sauce good. and 12 inches of roast beef? Heavy. Oh. <laughs> Spen, you probably had like three bites of that and then saved the rest for later. I, after we talked about that, I, I did end up saving one for the next morning, and it was like three inches left of one of the subs, and I had it the next morning hung over, and it, it was just as good as he said it would be. You so eat, the, you the, the guy a, knew you eat something. You like a five-year-old man. It might have been the fact that your, your little sister made the sub as well. Yeah. Oh, so it was made with love and tender Jay. care. Mine yeah. too. Mine too. She was there. She's building our subs so we know there's going to be no contamination, just, just tender oh, care and love and care. she makes our mean subs. sub too. She does make mean a mean sub. sub. Our relationship's good now after she put me in my place in your garage one night. When we were- she oh, put yeah. you in your place? She was just, she's a no bullshit kind of girl. True. No, no, she was not having any of you. Mm-hmm. I like it. It was nice. Good to it, see it girls. Stand up for yourself, all our girl listeners out there. Hoorah. Shout out the girls. They gotta start standing up. Don't put up they with any bullshit. Standing up. <laughs> well, this will be six, I think. Oh. Five. Five. Five, that, well, five, five that with our archived. I'm yeah. honored to ask one 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 after, after we had you on, G and I had some drinks in the garage probably a month ago, right before he left. And we're like, oh, hey, yeah. let's, let's just try and do an update one, just the two of us. And we ended up talking for, again, like two and a half hours. Listen to it. Just nothing. Nothing was even remotely savable. And G, <laughs> G was half asleep in it. Maybe, maybe some stuff was in you. And, couple of substances so we had like a month hiatus after that because we we kept trying confidence was low and we're just like we just can't fucking string together 10 sentences that people laugh at for well it's not about that it's good you're loose you're loose boys when you're falling asleep and just fucking twitching out for two and a half hours it's good but but g g gets he, he doesn't know what he wants to say and then he just uh you don't talk sits there silently <laughs> and then you sometimes. sit there and listen and giggle and then we listen to it back and she's like fuck i suck man i, I was so sad after that one i was just disappointed in myself we started listening to it we <laughs> it got 20 zombie. minutes in he's like fuck dude i'm going to bed i don't even want to listen to this right now <laughs> i probably said seven words in that 20 minutes i want to i want to uh, ask you you haven't really updated us on how the firefighting's going firefighting yeah um it's good man i had uh shift last night it was good um i'm riding i'm driving an engine now so really pretty sick driving hot through the city just parting the skirt seas, skirt the calls, pretty fun but uh so no. you you do you mix on like a bunch of different crews yeah i do right now especially because i'm like junior guy i've been on for now like a year and a half so uh junior and those guys kind of fill holes where guys are sick or on vacation or something so i bounce around but it's kind of a good way to uh to meet different guys on the shift and stuff like that. But um, Wade Bergman, actually, shout out, Holds Grizzly. Alum. Duluth. Alum. Golds. Um, he contacted me about uh, being interested in it and what the process is and stuff. So, yeah. Oh, Anyone, so he kind of wants to jump in, too? Yeah, he's got, like, four or five years of hockey left. But I think he should get on it now because they're kind of backlogged. But, yeah, anyone who's thinking of doing that job, it's fucking sick. What made you want to do that? Like when did when did you when did the idea pop into your head? Like, was it ten years ago or was it kind of like towards the tail end of your career? Uh, probably like ten, uh, 11, 10 years ago or something. I think we were, I was playing in Toronto. And Back when we you were twenty seven. Team building. Um, Sorry. Twenty five. <laughs> yeah, old twenty four. Anyway, um, when we were in Toronto, I went up north on like a team building thing. We went to a fire hall. 
Um, and our team hung out with them and like we ripped a car apart and went into like a airplane that was on fire and shit and played with all their stuff and then we had lunch with all the the firefighters after and everyone was just fucking jabbing each other and chirping and joking and laughing and we had a big meal and I was like this is your fucking job it was kind of an eye opener so I knew uh I wasn't gonna play forever so uh started thinking about it then and and then it just lined up when I was ready to retire I was able to get right on the timing was good but uh no pretty lucky because it's uh it's a sick job really so are like the you got like that locker room environment then with those guys then is that kind of similar to hockey or is it a little bit different yeah it's pretty similar it's not like 20 guys it's like sometimes you have a crew like 12 though if you got a bunch of trucks in one hall some are busier some are bigger but um, sometimes you get that big crew together and if they're together for a long time then guys are really tight they know everything about each other like you spend 24 hours together you're sleeping in the same areas eating cooking together so you get to know each other pretty good but there's that for sure then if you're kind of not running calls you're just at the hall so you do your training and shit that you need to do but there's downtime where you're bullshitting and you're playing fucking ping pong or whatever just shooting the shit and then boom the fucking tones go off and you jump in the truck and you fire it hot and you just rip into a call and maybe it's a rip and fire maybe it's you know someone in a bad wreck or maybe it's just a sick person or anything right you never know what you're gonna get and then you get that kind of adrenaline going and it kind of it's super super fun job doing all that stuff because you're all trained up for it you don't know what you're gonna get but the truck's fucking loaded with tools and you just go to work so and then when it's done, you go back to the hall and pick up where you left off. It's fucking sweet. Go back to eat ice cream. Does does that like <laughs> adrenaline, like, is it compared to like, say, like when you were going into a big fight or you knew, is it like comparable to uh, that? Have you thought about that? No, like the reality of it is like you do, first time I did CPR on someone, like they didn't make it and it's like, well, fuck that, you know, that person, you know, it, you, you don't see that in every day. So your mm-hmm. fucking awareness is like heavy and it's kind of heavy shit, but you just, it's what you gotta do like that's what happens and you're just the guy that's there for it now so yeah um that's super intense but it's not like the fucking adrenaline of like fighting with the crowd going fucking bananas and the fighting for me was always insane because it was you're so tired at the end of it like i've never been more tired in my life than at the end of a long fight where you can hardly lift your arms but your adrenaline is also at fucking max so it's like these two opposites and it's just there's nothing like it I, i've never yeah. I've never had anything like that before. I don't think you could really replicate it because it's pretty intense. But uh, especially the way you fight, balls to the fucking walls, both arms going. Muffins. <laughs> I don't think Biz would ask about muffins, but well, that's pretty. Biz knees. You, 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 you were telling me a story about uh, one of the little fun little rides you were taking on the river with the boys on the on the fire crew the one day. On yeah. the boat? Yeah. You do some pretty cool stuff, don't you? Yeah, like you're in the middle of work and you're in a jet boat. If you get it, I, I bounced into a hall with uh, the water rescue team and they got a boat and shit there and jacked up four to pull in a jet boat. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So we fucking go back it into the river and just fire it up and whoa, we're just ripping down the river and and we pulled the lime scooters out of the water and shit, but there's just, <laughs> that was like our job. The lime <laughs> scooters, and those things just littered yeah. all over the People city. People shit face punks like you throw them over the fucking, <laughs> throw them over the bridge. <laughs> we go fish them up, go, God damn, kids. 
No, so that's, that's kind of fucking hilarious. <laughs> guys aren't thinking about it. They're like, fuck, this would be hilarious. Throw their lime scooter over, and then two days later, they get a $1,300 bill because they're the last guy to have that lime scooter midway through the Bow River Bridge, and it's, it's been there for three days now. I don't think the guys that swipe their credit card over the bridge, though. You can just, oh. just pick them up and fucking take them wherever you want. I guess, yeah. They probably system. like they finish it. They take that picture because you know you gotta take a picture of it, and then they just. Oh, you do. I've right never ridden off. one yeah. before. <laughs> you send it off and I... throw it over your shoulder and say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. My mom texted me like a week ago, and she goes, "Did you go on a limo?" I'm like, "No." She goes, w w "I got like limo charges on my credit card for like four or five or six times a night," and I'm like, "Mom, I, I haven't been on a limo. Like, I don't know what you're talking about." She sends me like a photo of the billing. It's L I M L I M L I like eight or something charges she's like i don't know what limo i was not on a limo i was like mom adam was in fucking calgary last night lime riding for six hours <laughs> he didn't even go to, uh, <laughs> he, no he didn't <laughs> even go anywhere. He, no. just, he, he was just liming around for four hours she thought someone was in a limo and he was just back in calgary rinsing her credit card for <laughs> lime scooters <laughs> thanks mom <laughs> what's it cost like five bucks to peel across downtown ways or something or i don't know i never taken I don't know. I, I rode a I rode a bike with a homeless guy one time after Cowboys. Like <laughs> one electric. What? <laughs> no. Yeah, I, I got kicked out of Cowboys. Uh, I don't remember what night this was. I, I don't know. I was too drunk or something. Got kicked out of Cowboys. No, it wasn't that New Year's. It was a different <laughs> shit show of a Cowboys night. But yeah, I fucking <laughs> I uh, just hopped on a bike and uh, started going around downtown Calgary like one in the morning just waiting for my friends to get out and this homeless guy was also riding on a bike and he just like scooted up beside me and I, we were just shooting this shit for like probably half an hour and then I went back I to Cowboys and hopped in a, I thought you were like hopped in an piggybacking on the same bike with a homeless dude <laughs> that's what I thought hat. you meant <laughs> riding on the pegs <laughs> or, backless or, pegs or using the little bolts on the back as <laughs> Arms around him like yeah, this. You're, him. you're sitting right in his left ear, just. No, I'm, so I'm happy sitting on the on his handlebars. Down. <laughs> like <bike>. ET. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, you kind of yeah. look like him if you would have shaved you like your head. Elliot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> e um, I was uh, I was I was texting a few guys and they were talking about some uh, the golf trip you went on. We don't have to get too much into the intricacies of the golf trip, but the common theme between like the three guys I texted about was that none of them are going on a golf trip with you anymore until your credit card is on every damage deposit that's rented something. Yeah, <laughs> it is sometimes. <laughs> I okay. The place didn't. Someone puked in a sink. Wasn't me. I scooped it out because I had to go to the bathroom and I was about throwing up on it. Good guy. We think, alert. It, was, we think it was Byron. But, but there was there was um, jalapenos in the puke, and he didn't eat any pizza, Ooh. so he says scientifically proven that it wasn't me. So it's a pretty good argument. But um, anyway, yeah, we got a inspector a gadget action. I dinged up a fridge, but that was not on the thing. I dropped a stool, and um, the charges were for a yucky hot tub, and ours was fine because my brother was in it, and he wouldn't get in a dirty pukey hot tub. So I huh. think the rest of the guys, all your sources, need to get off their wallets and pay whatever. Yeah, I guess the the other one I wanted to talk about was the the golf the golf cart that took little Roly Poly. What was the story behind that? Um, we were uh, <laughs> playing the morning round. I wasn't feeling so good, and uh, 
Y- you had one of those ones where everybody doesn't know if you're going to show up to that 8 a.m. tea time and you walked in like the Goonies. Hey, you guys. And you make your 8 a.m. tea time shit face. No. There's just a lot of dew on the ground. And we were playing Copper Point. It's like we're kind of on the side of a mountain. And fuck. I took this one heater. Little, and they have these lines that are painted on that like try to like show you that it turns left really hard. But the lines are slippery. So they're a hazard. And I slipped off the edge of the mountain. And this thing just went. Just rolled end over end. <laughs> rolled end over end. Richie Mack was in it with me, my buddy. And he went flying out. Kind of serious. It was like, whoa. But um, <laughs> then the pro showed up and he's like, I'll get you another car. This thing was just like mangled. <laughs> so, but everything got yard sale. Like every club, the roof was torn off. Every piece of anything in our, in our cart was yard sale in like knee high shit down the side of this mountain. And somehow we found um, our both our car keys, sunglasses. His arm broke off his sunglasses. We found the arm. Um our wallets and both our phones in the long shit. I don't know how we had to use find my iPhone for one of them. But then, um, so then I was like, fuck, that's going to cost a lot of money. Like kind of like dampers my morning a little bit. And then my, my pro, we texted him and showed him and stuff. And he's like, well, your membership sh- uh, insurance should cover it. And apparently I'm a, like RCGA. Yeah. Played yeah. paid a hundred dollar deductible and they took it. No, no it? way. No <laughs> way. You got out of a probably yeah. three or four G PPUX. <laughs> So I learned my lesson, and now I'm behaved. Now you behave. Now it was just you and your son on the golf course tonight. Yes, it was. I got Ted sub, and he played a full 18 with me. Rye or Riggy? Rig. Big Rig. Is he he striping the ball? He is. He takes his iron. He took. He probably took a whole front nine. He just just hit a ball around, and he compounded out there. Sometimes it's pretty sweet. And my older boy Rye's hitting the ball too, and we hit in the basement sometimes. And that's awesome. Nice that's that's, that's one thing young. I remember is like when I was just a like real young, right when my dad first started in Olds, was just me having my one iron and just ripping out with my dad and, and just ripping the one iron. I would just always rip into the office, grab, grab my seven or whatever it was. But An iron and a putter. That's all you yeah. needed. So yeah. sick. My wife golfs too, so we got like a little foursome going on, and I like love golf. So if we go on like family trips and shit and we golf, like so sick. Oh, I love that. And hiking, hiking is Oh, that's no. Hiking's no fun. You, what's, uh, uh, you, what's the kid situation like these days? On me? Yeah. How, how, how's well, the dad like, life? You, I, I, you always try you, and... Try and you're uh, super dad now. Super dad is what I was looking for. Like, you got a pretty good mentality for going towards the, the boys there. Yeah, well, fuck. Two boys are at the sickest age right now, and I thought I was going to, like do something with my days off but my wife started working hardcore jody carrington shout out jody carrington shout out <laughs> anyway she's working now so i'm stay-at-home dad and it's fucking uh yeah it's fun man my youngest uh when my riot riot is in school so rig and me just stay at home and we fucking have our routine we go to the, the skate park and he rips all those things there and then we go to <laughs> <laughs> swimming and shit and golfing. Really? It's, it's I love how you guys have a routine like that. And I skipped like the baby phase, so it's easy now. Yeah. <laughs> True. Hey, did you uh did you teach Rye about the birds and the bees yet? Because he came to my house asking asking uh how babies are made. Yeah, I got Grace, shit for it. Grace <laughs> goes, I, 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 I just finished that actually. Let me learn you something, son. I got shit. <laughs> you guys should tell him, fuck, because I got in trouble for doing it. Jeez. Let me tell you, boy. <laughs> I'm gonna learn you today. As long as he doesn't learn from his uncle, his uncle just thinks it's hilarious to like fuck up your kids and <laughs> say like the rudest shit around them, and I'm like, they're gonna repeat that. 
But um, no, my, I was just, I'm, I'm open book. I'll tell you the truth. I'm not going to feed you a bunch of bullshit. Like I went to Sunday school and shit. There was so much bullshit fed to me and I had all these questions and no adult would answer them. And I was so fucking like on my own. So I'm like, I'm not going to lie to my kids. So he comes and he's like, where do babies come from? I'm like, you know, mommy's tummy and stuff. And like, well, how do they make them? I'm like, well, you know, mommies and daddies and they love each other. And I'm talking about like, and he's like, and he's like specifically he's like, what? Like how? <laughs> and I'm like, Tell me how, Dad. Like, okay, well, you know our private parts. You know our private parts are special, and no one touches them, and blah blah blah. I'm like, well, those make babies, and he's like, like what the penis and stuff. I'm like, yes, and every every like <laughs> statement he had, I just answered truthfully. And Dale was like, are you fucked? He's like six at the time or whatever. I'm like, he's old enough to ask the question, and he's thinking about he's old enough to get the answer. And she's yeah. like, no, and shit. But there we were with her friend, and her friend's kind of like fucking, I don't know, new age or something. She's like, no, I told my kid all this shit fucking at like four. And I was like, yes. But I don't know. I probably went a little deep with some of the details and like talking about. No, just kidding. I didn't go that hard. But... You, you, got a, you got a pretty good mentality i think towards like how you're raising your kids like uh, my dad i think like was pretty old school but like you've talked about it before like you want to be like best friends with your kids kind of well you do and you don't because like you you're not their friend you're their dad you teach them how to live your how to how to be a fucking adult right like ultimately you're teaching them how to turn into an adult that's decent and that does is kind and is good to people and does well in the world and shit so you have to teach them that and my mentality was just like, when you're when you're doing what you're taught, things are fucking good. Dad is fun. Like everything's awesome. And when you're out of line, you're gonna know about it, and that's how you learn. And then they learn. They're like, oh, it's shitty when I'm getting shit. So mm-hmm. why don't I be good? So I don't know. I'm trying that, but I don't know. Wait, wait till uh, they turn 13, 14. Yeah. Is that yeah. why my dad was really good that's with me? And then as soon as I got arrested, I had like the, the <laughs> toughest two weeks of my life. That that's kind of how we're getting that is. Again. <laughs> For legal purposes, no record, but... Exactly. I'm acting like I got it all figured out. It's like I need to teach my kid to wipe his ass. And he's <laughs> Ooh, hard job, Dad. Yeah. He's going to be like fucking doing real stuff. That's what sucks. You're trying to tell him about business school, and then like... he shits his pants at 6 p.m., and you're like, okay, well, we'll leave the business talk for next week. <laughs> you turn your in- underwear inside out, dump that in the garbage, and put them back on, head back to class. I, I do want to get a little bit more into the hockey side of things, because... I know that I'm gonna. We're gonna get a bunch of reviews. Like the very first one goes, "You had Jay on and you didn't even talk about hockey." I'm gonna go. Fuck okay, me. well, Jay. The very first you. one you hear. You, the next. The next one you hear of our podcast. Just, just understand that zero percent of it is hockey. So, so we're gonna get into a little bit of that. Um, get the hockey stuff out of the way. We'll get it out of the way. Gee, you had a, you you had a question, didn't you? Not well. I'm pretty sure, but are you the only player from the old Grizzlies to get drafted to the AJHL? Or no, to the NHL straight out of the AJ? Um, ah, fuck, I think so. Um, I remember, who was it? Some other guy, some other guy that played for the Grizzlies I think got drafted, but I think he was in college when he got drafted. So yeah, I might be, which was yeah. cool, because that was like shove it up your ass to the dub, because... Um, I was more of like a dub style of player, but I got listed with Seattle and I was like terrified to leave olds, leave high school, leave home and go down to the States and go to like high school at 16, 17 and live in the States. I was just like fucking terrified. I was like, I'm not ready for that. And, uh, I kind of told Seattle that and they just fucking 
like they were calling my house asking how oh can you run to the garage and tell me how how big how big are your mother's shoes okay and how tall is she and, and what size of shoe does your dad wear oh okay and, and how tall is he exactly and i'm just like what the fuck is this man like they're just trying to, and I just like, they're just trying to see how big I am, how big I'm going to be. And am I going to be this oh, big ogre for you? you? Like, fuck you, man. Me? Totally. And I was like, fuck. And I didn't scrap that much back then. I played kind of fucking wild, but I like midget trip and stuff. You didn't really, wasn't introduced to fighting at all. So I was like, I don't want to go be a fighter in the dub. And just, was just like, nope. So this guy pretty much put me in tears telling me, you you probably won't even. I was like a late bloomer, so I'm like I want to go NCAA, give myself some some more time to develop, and to to be a good player because I wanted to play in the fucking show. Like no questions asked. I don't want to go to the dub, get fucked over, and just be done and working for the fucking Atco in two years. You know, so yeah, nothing um, wrong with Atco, by the way. Told them that, and they're like, you probably don't even have as good a chance to get a scholarship as you think. You might get drafted if you come and play in the dub, and you're fucking throwing your life away. And I was like, fuck you, man. And I was just choked, and I was like, fuck it. I was like, I'm staying in Olds. I'm playing with my brother. I'm going to high school in Olds. I'm living at home. Fuck you. And I just had a chip on my shoulder, so um, I just went out there and fuck never looked back, really, at that. Never regretted the decision for a second, and... Um, ended up getting drafted from the Grizzlies and getting a scholarship from the Grizzlies too. So it was just really? sick, sick decision. I think it worked out. I didn't stay in college for a long time, but I think it was wicked because my options were open. I could stay and play college for a long time. I didn't have to sign with anyone and my rights would stay with Tampa for, for those whole four years. It was, would have been five years. So um, I think what? it's a good route to go. If you're a fucking stud, yeah. stud, the dubs the dubs for you it's the best league the chl is fucking unreal if you're a stud man like absolutely go for it but i wasn't a stud and i wasn't a guarantee for anything by any stretch and i just wanted to get better and i just kept getting a little bit better and i'm like if i keep in this direction i'll i'll be good but if i go to the dub and get buried and then it's all done that's as good as you're gonna get so yeah uh, that was just my call and i liked it the grizzlies were were unreal they had a sick program uh sick coach brett cox um and he just recruited the shit out of his guys and wanted to see you get to the next level. And he did so much work for a lot of the guys on that team in that era to get them to uh, to get them to the next level and get them scholarships and everything else. So it was wicked times playing in Olds. What was it like Jeez. in the call? Like, were you talking to teams during the year from like were show teams talking to you, or how how did that process go? <laughs> yeah, the first thing I got was uh, someone came up from the team and said, "There's a scout here." from the Montreal Canadiens uh, to watch you. And I was like, fuck. I, I was like, should you have told me that? <laughs> I'm so nervous. Yeah. So, uh, so I, whatever. And then so over that year, they're, they kind of um, tell me when some scouts are in town. And then um, I wrecked my shoulder. I think I separated my shoulder, broke my thumb or some shit. So I was in the stands. And then I walked by a group of guys and they asked, they said, Jay. And I went over to him and it was, I think a handful of scouts, two or three, I think three, it was like San Jose, Montreal and the Islanders. And there were these old school dudes in like trench coats. This one guy had like a fedora and then the one, one guy gave me his card and it had like the NHL symbol on it. And I was just like, are you fucking kidding me? Like I was just floored. Went and put and it in a frame. I know. I was like, <laughs> I'm, putting, I'm putting this away. I probably still have it. I swear. Um, and then, um, and then Central Scouting came out in the hockey news and they ranked North American skaters and I was ranked in it. And that was like the first time it was like, this, things are starting to happen. Things are starting to move. Yeah. Um, I remember my buddy, Rich Turtle brought the hockey news to school and it was in grade, um, it was in grade 10, 11. 
in grade 11 and I was like holy fuck and then shit just started to happen and then in the draft I was just I knew it was draft day but I was just kind of whatever and I was in the shower and mom said the phone's for you and it was um, a guy that said you know you just got drafted to Tampa Bay Lightning welcome aboard I got like a package um gonna get to you and shit and then like this leather bag showed up and it had like my draft jersey and a bunch of swag and shit and shorts and pretty all sweet this shit I was like holy fuck and then uh that fall went to their camp and um like it was sick like they gave you like a track suit and shit because you were like traveling to Traverse City tournament it was called yeah and um just to have like that track suit with the NHL logo on it I was just fucking like shaking and then you went into the stick room and it's just like like whatever you want man like just start pulling you want new gloves here like just nothing mattered it was so sick and uh yeah that was kind of the start of it all and uh from olds there so it's pretty sweet that is is a pretty tight uh, well that's unbelievable actually i i can't imagine that but that'd be pretty fucking cool just you saying that um i wanted to ask about aside from hockey you playing in manchester i wanted to know what like what was your favorite part of being overseas being there and and not the hockey the golf courses the golf courses (laughs) i know you're a golf nerd just like us so yeah well i was um i had we had like a contract with um phoenix and i it wasn't to play for phoenix it was to play on the farm team uh most likely unless fucking shit changed pretty drastically but i kind of knew i was on the back line this is like 2015 sorry just uh 16 i think okay and um so had a deal and they had fucking Chayka, that like 28 year old GM and we're talking to him, my agent, and they offered me a contract and said, get back to me by the end of the week. And I was talking about it with him, weighing the options. And then I looked up at Tucson where they just moved their farm team to and Tucson looked fucking unreal. And I was like, well, if I shoot the moon and get some games with, with the coyotes, then awesome. But I, I kind of, didn't see that happening, but stranger things have happened. But, and then, so we were kind of ready. I talked to my wife and stuff and I was like, by the end of the week, I told my agent, I'm like, yeah, tell him, let's do it. Um, and then he called me right back and he goes, they gave it to somebody else. What? <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, what is this? Like fucking selling a used car? Yeah. And he goes, I've never seen anything like this in my life. And I was like, well, what do you mean? He goes, <laughs> he goes, I, I, he goes I called him back and I told Chica that like, he's ready to come play and he accepts. And he goes, oh, we... We decided to go with so-and-so, a guy that's already in our system for that role. <laughs> and my agent said, what the fuck are you talking about? You offered us a contract. I've never seen this. And he's just like, uh. And then Sorry, dog. Head, so I'm like, oh. So like, square one? And yeah. It's fucked. So I was like, whoa, okay, whatever. So I started looking in Europe a little bit more. And then uh, the coach in uh, in Glasgow called me, Ryan Finnerty. He's from uh, Lethbridge. And solid guy, Alberta guy. And uh, just asked if I wanted to come over there and told me all the all the pros about it, like there's 13, 14 Canadians on the team. Um, you know, the league's kind of up and coming. Some teams have, you know, not a lot of fans in our smaller ranks and, and barns and crowds, but then some have like 10,000 and they're sold out in their big, big, big uh, arenas and shit and big programs or whatever. And kind of a mix of both. But uh, I looked at the guys who had started to go over there and play and mm-hmm. the league was getting better and better. And then I was like, where is this? And I was like, it's in fucking Scotland. And then I started checking out <laughs> Scotland and I was like, told, I was like, damn. You're like, they got this course, this course, and this course. It's and I got like, this day, this day, and this day off days. <laughs> exactly. So, yeah, I called a couple of Canadian guys over there and uh, I called a different team over there with the team with a bunch of money um, called me and 
kind of want, wanted me to come over there too when they found out I was interested to play. And the, the coach came, calls me and he's like, well, first of all, the owner was like, you know, this guy loves fitness. He loves taking everything super seriously. He loves breaking down video sessions and shit. And I'm like, well, that's like strike one and two right there, buddy. You think I'm coming over there to fucking do fitness freak and watch a video? Like, yeah. Fuck. yeah. You gotta know end. I'm on the tail end. Like, I, I, that's the last thing I want to do as a 32 year old, a 30 year old at the time. Like, I was like, fuck that. So then the coach called me and he's like, "How you doing, man? You ready to go? How's your hands? How's your knuckles? You ready? <laughs> ready to get out there?" And I started. I'm like, "What are you talking about? I'm like, you think I'm gonna come over there and start fighting you, fucking moron?" Yeah. And I, I just turned me Probably right on. How that works? Finnity <laughs> was like, "Come over here," so I did, and uh, yeah, so I went over there and. My fucking kid had the thickest accent by the end. It was that was so the funniest bit I've ever that, seen. Is Jay's? Well, how Instagram. old was he at that time? Oh yeah, I fucking just posted that on Instagram. I found it on my wife has time hop, so it tells you shit that you take in your phone every. It's like four years ago today, and like so it's it, like old people's um, Snapchat memories. I, yeah, it's, like <laughs> <Snapchat>. <laughs> it's a separate app. Dale, please don't kill me for that. <laughs> a separate app. So you press the button and it shows the picture from the past. <laughs> no, so whatever it is, but I love it because she sends me all that shit. So that came yeah. up and I was like, that is so fucking funny. I forgot how thick that accent was. I had to post it. And uh, he was four, so cute. And he'd gotten into school. He's like, Daddy, should we go to the park? Everything's <laughs> in the bin. This is, the rubbish goes away. And I was just, I mean, he would get pissed off at us because me and my wife were just sitting there with our hands over our mouth crying laughing at him talking and he got getting pissed off so we had to like stop but um yeah he lost it a little bit but it was pretty funny so he just had just start just started like talking kind of and then yeah he was talking but now that he he just started school and shit so he gets away from us he's around all the other kids his teacher and you're really starting to like talk a lot and read and shit so he was just really coming into that but uh yeah and you're around it 24-7, so you don't notice it when he's doing it. Mm-hmm. But to look back on it, or when he came back to Canada, man, it was fucking hilarious. Did, did it, like, take a long time for him, his accent to kind of go away? Like, Not, surprisingly not. Like, it, uh, it was thick when we left, and maybe within, like, a couple of weeks, you'd start to see him losing it just by being around. Just when, you're, when you don't hear it, I think you just talk the other way, like. Fuck, I don't know. Like when people that are from a different country, they pretty much talk with our accent. They go back home and it's just like flat on thick. Yeah. He was kind of like that. Like uh, Lindstrom, like when he first went to the show, like he had the thickest Swedish accent. And then by the end of it, like he's talking completely like perfect English. I know the Swedes are good at that, but like fucking sometimes the Russians, it's like you've been over here for 16 years, man. Like, <laughs> yeah, Russians are different. That's a different world. story. Like even Ovechkin, it's like you, you, you're going to live here for the rest of your life. like, oh my God, swear to God, you see that couple of that. Like, Dude, you've been here forever. <laughs> Can you acclimate a little bit, Ovi? Come on. You told me a story a long time ago about you going in to hit him. Do you remember that? Um, I, well, I just remember hitting him. I went to hit him, I, he like dumped it or some shit. And I kind of came out, I'm kind of like blindsided. I'm like, fuck, I'm going to finish Ovi. I shouldn't even be out here with Ovi. <laughs> yeah, I was so, going to say, how'd you, how were you on the ice? How did you mix up with that line? <laughs> I must have been in Washington and the, line, match. line matching hard. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I was like, fuck it, I'm going to finish him. And I, I thought I was kind of broadside. And I mean, he didn't really see me, I thought. So I go to hit and I, I let up a little bit. And he, I was so stupid because he knew I was there. And he fucking reverse hit me yeah. right when I was there. And I was like, boom. I was like. Fuck, that was like hitting a train, man. <laughs> and I started going back, and I was like, fuck that. And I wrapped my hand around him and took him with me. 
and we both hit the hit the ice or whatever. <laughs> and he looks up and sees me. He's probably like, "Who the fuck is this guy?" And he looks at me and goes, "What the fuck, man?" I won't see you for the rest of the game. Don't worry about me. <laughs> Erskine or whoever the fuck's just screaming at me from the bench for taking a run at him. I guess. Oh, he's a big boy. <laughs> Erskine? I don't know who that is. Never heard of him. He was a big tuna salad D-man that could scrap. <laughs> did you ever fight him? Uh, no, I asked him, but he never did. He just kind of kept to himself, but fought when he had to. It was a, it was a big uh, um, the Another one up. Sorry, go ahead, G. Oh, I was just going to ask the most cliche, uh, cliche question of all time. Who's the toughest guy you fought? I know you've probably got it. Yeah, what we can on, cut on thirteen pot? No, no, scratch no, it. no not because it's a bad it. question. Because I don't know what to fucking like. McGrattan's player. Oh yeah, actually, we talked. You about chucked this him a couple times with him overseas. Did you not? Yeah. Like were were the fights overseas? Sorry, that's I think no, that, like fighting time. him overseas or fighting him in the the National League. Which one? Well, I did. I did both. No, I know, but which, which one was harder? harder. Uh, same shit, man. It doesn't matter. You can be on the pond. You're fighting that guy. It's a fucking. But your hands are obviously full. It was more. You're more, you're, I was more jacked up. Um, Obviously I fought him in, in Nashville when I was with Toronto yeah. because I'm younger and just full of piss and it's in the show and it's in front of 20,000 or 18,000 or whatever. Yeah. But over there, it's the same shit. Like you're fighting him and I would go left hand against his right hand instead of stringing out and tying up and I'm not left-handed. But yeah. I would just do that to, to make a better fight out of it. But... I was, by the end, I was like, why don't you go fucking left-handed? You're a six-fucking-nine <laughs> gorilla. <laughs> or whatever, whatever, whatever. No, they're good fights. He's a tough guy. But some of the guys in the minors are so fucking tough. Like, they are they just don't have the notoriety or the name because they didn't spend a lot of time in the show. But there's, some guys are so fucking... I always hated fighting smaller guys. Some of those guys were so wiry. You couldn't fucking... You, you could tag them, and they wouldn't even flinch. And they just go balls to the walls, and they want to fight forever. And they're just these maniacs, and they're strong little guys. And it's like, if I tune you... I look like whoopty shit. You, this guy's small because yeah. people don't know. And then if we draw, it's like, well, what the fuck was that? And then if I fucking lose, it's like laughable. So yeah. it's, it's a lose lose. It's shitty. And some of those guys, especially in the minors, are so fucking tough. And they're just handfuls. But yeah, some of those guys. But then any of those big names up top, man, they all know what they're doing. They're all there for a reason. They they know how to scrap. Mm-hmm. They're fucking they're, just they're professionals. Wild. Yeah. It's, yeah, McGradden, he'd come into when I was working out with the Flames uh, last summer. Shook his hand and like his whole hand, like cut, like just engulfed my hand. Like just the biggest banana. pause I've ever seen. You're shaking. You're like, like, okay, how this could is someone a, this get is a man this and I'm man. a boy. <laughs> I'm a little little boy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's a big boy. Fuck, some of those guys are big. Um, fucking everyone for some reason the Lucic fight or something. I don't know if it's just on YouTube first or something. Everybody gets real horny is. for that. I think like. Every it must have been Saturday night or I don't even know what the fuck it was, but so many people are like, I was in the bar and we were all watching that fight. I was in the bar and I was at home and I was at BPs and I was like, fuck, everyone was in the bar that night. And was, <laughs> that fight's funny because he was like an amateur boxer. What the fuck? Yeah, I've heard that. Junior Olympics or some shit like that. And yeah. We were on the plane right before we landed and someone was like, Rosie, check this out. And they showed me a clip, a video of him fighting when he's like fucking 14 and he's all boxered up in the Olympic shit or whatever. And his dad was a golden gloves boxer. I was like, oh, look at that. Cool. That's where, where it comes from or whatever. And then we scrap and his jersey rips and we're like totally split. And I thought the lineys would jump in for sure. But back then they just didn't. So I'm like, oh, you're going to square off again. And then he goes into this complete boxing mode. And I'm just thinking of him with that fucking mouth guard in his hand. <laughs> I'm like, this fucker boxes. I've never had boxing gloves on in my life. So I'm like, oh, whatever. But that was... 
God. Um, another one I wanted to ask you about was um, when you got called up to, I think it was a game in Dallas, your, your first call up, sorry, and you, and you knew you had to fight. Carcillo was and you had to fight a heavyweight and you had to go to Dallas to play. Well, I, I made the team at a camp, so I, I, I got to go, I got to like segue my way into mm-hmm. the league by playing camp and exhibition, so that made it easy, but call-ups were always hard because... You're just not, you're just going about your business in the American League. You're on a road trip and shit. And, um, well, your and brother didn't lay that out for me very well then. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh fuck! I don't know. I don't know what the fuck he's. Uh, well, I remember getting called up once. I think we were in. I think we were in Texas. Got called up because Carcillo was causing all this shit and running around. So they called me up in the media. Fucking dubbed it this big. Like Carcillo wouldn't really fight me anyways, and he's just he's super tough, but just doesn't have to fight. Um, yeah. out of his weight class or anything but he was causing shit so that was like a big thing when I got f- called up so like for like two days or I guess a full day and a half I knew that I was going in there to cause some shit or whatever what, whatever it wasn't anything too new but then first shift we go out there and I score and I, <laughs> <laughs> and I was like what <laughs> tables turn but, oh um, the table the turntables but that one got disallowed so uh I'm still a little bit choked about it. They couldn't even give the guy a bone. It's like, come on, man. Really questionable call. They barely had the right camera angles or anything. I got fucked. I'm still talking to the league about it, and uh, <laughs> we'll I'll keep you guys updated on the process. Yeah. And well, yeah I still remember I remember being in Olds. Like, I think maybe I was in grade eight first year I moved here. I think you were well. You were with uh, Philly, and we were. I just had the game on randomly at my house. And then you scored that game, and I'm like, holy shit, that guy's from here. I didn't before I even knew you, and before we lived at the cul-de-sac, even I think like, oh yeah, fuck. we were like, holy shit. You must have turned That's it on. At stupid a real story. Good time. <laughs> For you've turned it on at the start of the game, and then he scored. <laughs> Literally, like not even. I got five and a half. Spence. No, 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 I meant five. He's like, I just turned it on randomly, and you said you scored at the start of the game, you fuckback. <laughs> I thought you were jerking that you had to turn it no, on. No, no. It's true, though. No, I'm trying to be a nicer guy lately. <laughs> you must have turned on at a really prime time to catch a goal, buddy, because there are few and far between. Yeah, Some of them were yeah nice same here, nice same here. Except mine aren't show goals. <laughs> <laughs> they all count, buddy. No, they don't ask how, they ask how many, and it's not a lot. Still not. <laughs> that's, le- that's even less impressive. What do you got for us, G? It's fuck, I ran out. Little, it's good to have little points. Like, not necessarily hockey. I don't give a fuck what we're talking about. No, yeah. It's nice to have little points where uh, then, then it takes you off as opposed to just nothing. Then it's you mm-hmm. grasping at straws for something interesting at least. Yeah. Throw out a story or a question, and then you, that, you got that to build on. It's fucking kind of, I think that's what we were missing the first time almost. But yeah. Well, we were missing it, but we weren't because we didn't. We we had like a few things we wanted to talk about, but then we had like big, big, big tickets we want to talk about, and that's what we made the importance on. But then it ended up being too big of topics. Either it was like one thing that we wouldn't want to talk about, <laughs> or it was the meaning of life, or it was aliens <laughs> and and Bob Lazar, <laughs> Bob and Lazar. and then we got to talk about Area Fifty One. But then it was like. It would have been so hard to cut up because it was two hours of everybody getting off what they wanted as well as just like reiterating the same thing over and over and over. And then as well as 32 beers and a bottle of wine. So, <laughs> so like it, it, we, there was questions for it. But <laughs> it went the off the rails. Yeah, what's right. it supposed to well, that's what well, Off Track's all I, about. I just want to—I want to give Jay a quick plug because uh, we talked about this last time. But you're—you're you're technically the 
like you started the off track podcast with us pretty you much did curate in the cul-de-sac off was, track i was kind of there when the ideas and the wheels were turning you planted oh. the seed think so you planted the seed absolutely yes. you planted the seed yes. absolutely it was that night in my garage I didn't, didn't think you guys would like give me that and i just can't believe you guys are blowing up and it's blowing it well i got 50 i got i gotta do a bit <laughs> so me and g are 25 25 is that how we're working <laughs> 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 yeah. no wonder everybody's pissed off you won't pay for golf carts golf, cor- golf carts and now you want to take over our pod <laughs> we're gonna after this pod we'll have to start giving a ro- royalty on all the hoodies we sell after this <laughs> we'll have to put underneath the off track logo JR just in a little inscription so that, so that he's happy keep copyright investors happy. Jay's got the copyright. He's already No, he's it a- was definitely the it was definitely the the fires, the two fires in your backyard and then and then the well, the, the garage time, band. Yeah, the first time we hung out um like you guys are always busy. I didn't really cross paths. Well, Spence, I know you, but fuck, I'd always see Grace coming in and out of this place. But you were off playing hockey and shit. And then you're home we went played men's night the four of us that's yeah what that, the first one was i think well yeah well you were you guys were my kids wandered over to your house yeah and you told them what screwing is or something i'm sure <laughs> but they my wife was like oh they're so nice you guys you should go golfing i think racing golf so i'm like yeah that's a good idea let's go so we went out and got pickled on the course and i'm like let's go back to my deck <laughs> <laughs> ride home and started a fire on my deck in the fireplace that's we not started we a started a real fire <laughs> and then we quote from his master bedroom glass doors and overhanging roof and good. his <laughs> wife's brand new rug outdoor rug and he goes fuck it'll be good it'll be fine <laughs> and it's just just smoke pouring just billowing covering the the screen in uh in ash <laughs> yeah, while ash we're quoting out. While we were quoting the entire movie of Step Brothers. Yeah, I was talking to I was talking to what's her name the other day and, and I go, Yeah, like do you remember that night? And she goes, Yeah, it was just an hour of like nothing you guys talked about. It was just the three of you sitting in a circle continuously quoting Step Brothers over and over and over until the whole movie was done. And I was like, <laughs> How much fun for that was was that for you? She goes, Like like it was pretty funny for like half an hour or something, but <laughs> then, I you guys are then, then we had a, an hour of it, but yeah, that was definitely where the the pod was curated, and then was it on the deck? Was it that night that we said you guys should do a pod? I think so. That was before yeah. we went on to Sask and did the the archived hundred episode. That'll release at one point, but I hope not. I hope not either. We'll see pretty, how that goes. Pretty bad. What's, hey, yeah. What's going on with the pod? Like, is it, you guys can see like where listeners are and shit? Yeah, but partly yeah. this is on me. The last pod, I didn't do a whole lot of investing into pumping it out on social media. Mm-hmm. So the numbers dipped, but that, that, I'll take full responsibility for that. Well, I mean, they've dipped ever since like yeah. our first one, which is like, just makes the sense. The first one like, was easy. We had a lot of hype going into our first one. And of course, everyone's going to listen to the first one. And then mm-hmm. like, it and just then now kinda, the problem the is like, slowly kind of goes down and now it's just like, <laughs> We're taking a month break in between every one. Yeah. Just kind of, we've just been so busy. We're just trying to do it as we can. So then, well, it's now just that like you're our not advertising's that busy not getting out there. Well, I got yeah. lots of time. I, I got to, so I got to place more get, importance on it. Working. Absolutely. I think. Yeah, I mean, I, we're just. I don't know. We're just, we're just uh, doing it as we go right now, and I think like when I'm back home, like uh, we can really go. We can really ahead. pump them out, but yeah, yeah, it's fun. 
like I don't know. Yeah, it's more of a. Do you feel like Joe? Feel like Rogan, man. You gotta wear a little bit of a tighter shirt, maybe. It's pretty decent tight. <laughs> it's decently tight. I can't keep up to that guy. I got no. He's an animal. You were mad talking about him the other day, though. What? You said he's just a little twerp on the last pod. <laughs> yeah, you said he's a little twerp. <laughs> well, that's because I said we were taking him over. Oh, and that's right. Nothing. Yeah. He's, I said he's beneath us now. Yeah. He, he will be beneath us at some point. Um, well, we're going to get that $100 million Spotify deal in no time. We got to start pumping out. See, we, see if anybody wants... Um, Our DMs are open. Off track underscore pod. That's going to be your biggest problem is everyone's just so wired to one platform and you guys are going to get signed to like Sirius or something and it's just like the 100 sheets is going to be decent but like... You're going to split your fans, I think, is going to be your biggest problem. You think so? Oh, I can see it. Well, I mean, I got we're Spotify not splitting fans strictly. yet because we're, we're doing Apple and everything else under the book. Yeah. So. That's smart. smart. I mean, smart I got Spotify because of Joe Rogan. Did I didn't you? have it before really? until I heard he was going, and I was like, okay, I need to get it. Well, yeah. He's going to bounce on them because they're, like, censoring him, and he's the... They're trying to censor him now. Did you see that shit? Well, they he, they took out his like sort of sensitive pods, but nobody knows the backstory on that. So, yeah, like why? No, would they, and then as, they as came out they now. They had a hundred million dollar deal and didn't talk about details like who are your like we're gonna take guests away and you can't have this type of person. Like that's he wouldn't have signed that in a million. Years. I, I don't think so either. No, they, I think they just they 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 got uh, nervous with the climate, the social climate, and then and then they had to cut a few because at the time. Like everybody knows, there's two months where something big's going on, and I think that's my opinion. They seen that climate going for two months. So like, let's let's not even let somebody go back into your archives and and fuck you over for two months, and then we all dip, right? Spotify dips, Joe dips, like. Well, the landscape's pretty shaky these days, boys. It's you gotta joke. find somewhere in Olds with uh, not very big tectonic plates, and the landscape doesn't shift very often. That's there's not a whole lot of art. Earthquakes. Rock solid olds, baby. Ted Subs yep. and fucking Mayfair Cinema. I I got one more. I don't even know. If, uh, you're pretty good friends with the Shen brothers, are you not? Did you talk to him lately? The last the last week or so. Oh yeah. But winning the cup. Yeah. What what happened with that? Like, he because like, so he played a game in the finals. I'm I'm better. I'm best friends with Luke. Yeah. Than more than Braden because I played with him in Toronto and Philly. Mm-hmm. We're Brado in uh, Philly, and. Um, like every time I was on a plane in, in the uh, in the show, I was sitting beside Luke. We sat on the plane together, bullshit and stuff. Always see each other in the summers if we can, golf, whatever. Stay in touch with him more than anybody. And he was like up and down at this point in his career. Wanted to like sign and get another chance to do something. He had a bigger contract offered by uh, Vancouver, but he <clears throat> took less money to go to camp because he thought it was a better fit for him. And then as soon as he got there, they signed like McDonough and fucking someone else. Oh. Like, just, beefed up their D and he's like holy fuck am I buried and then like he's been in the show since he's 18 he's never had to like go to the minors or anything but uh started to have to go through that so he's leaning on me a little bit because I've been through all that shit like I've I went through all the ups and downs and the peaks and valleys so um <clears throat> bullshit on the phone a little bit and he was like thinking about like not even playing these playoffs and like because he just had a brand new baby too yeah and like he's barely seen this newborn and and his family's back in Kelowna, so he was choked, didn't think he'd ever play, and I was like, stick it out, blah, blah, blah. Then, lo and behold, injuries happen, whatever, they throw him in, he does fucking awesome. He plays a bunch in the playoffs. I think he played like fucking 15 games or something. That's a lot in the really? playoffs for a guy that doesn't think he's going to get a sniff. Mm-hmm. And then played a game in the finals, and they switched up the, because they were running 7D for a while. But anyway, he was, so he'd be in the press box, and I'd be texting him during the game and shit, and he's telling me, and then he's like, I got to go put my fucking gear on, man. And I'm like, fucking congrats. Like, it was like, four minutes left or whatever yeah 
and he goes and throws his shit on and 10 minutes later you see him on the ice with the cup really his head. Man, so sick. that's pretty fucking yeah, cool that's awesome. and Bredo won the year before so yeah so, so they got a back-to-backers I'm sure they'll be a pretty pretty happy yeah. fam for sure yeah he's flying home tomorrow and they've been just partying down there since the second <laughs> the buzzer went on. you guys seen <laughs> big rig up there those yeah. he's, he's, uh, he's living his best life no. I think I didn't see that. It's it's a, a it's a full of photo of him just piss pants down his <laughs> down his has, down his base shorts. <laughs> he has gray like sweat shorts on, and there's just a huge piss like, like stain. You like pick a worse fucking pair of pants to piss yourself. <laughs> in. <laughs> oh yeah, gray sweaters. <laughs> yeah, it was but, unreal. Uh, no shirt, just living it up. Yeah. All right. Well, you want to end it there, buddy? I got to go to college night. You got a beer pong tourney to play. Jay's got children to teach sex about too. <laughs> Um, <laughs> for lack of a better sentence let's 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 call it there let's yeah, let's get cheers. this back out there Boys, great to catch time. up look out for um maybe the next one dropping in in uh, 2021 if jay's okay with it by then um yeah yeah we'll we'll, we'll get you on some more hopefully if right you want on. to oh, it's we love right having on. you on we, we knew you're gonna be a recurring guest so we, we can get the alien he's the curator next so exactly yeah, hey bob, part owner bob lazarski <laughs> i was like so late at night and i'm like up by myself like going through shit i'm like bob lazar sketches you can buy like like him actually drew this ufo i was like Are you oh yeah me? and i was gonna like pull the trigger on it and then i realized it was like a like a reprint of the, and i was like oh i want i thought he was actually touched the paper oh like, you wanted went. to know that you were a part of something yeah, i should have known it was like 60 bucks <laughs> but he's not that big a deal is he i guess he is no, he's no, a big no. deal no but no but don't so after sick. after, we'll after the two Rosie podcasts drop people will know who bob bob was they better man but, all right thanks for everybody to listen here um glad to have you back god bless cheers i'm just sitting on your front porch wondering how could i be so far from my home and my mind is somewhere else but when i find it i'll patch up where it's been now I'm just floating on the breeze And I feel I'm falling like these leaves I must be cornerstone Oh, but when I reach that ground I'll share this peace of mind I found I can feel it in my bones But it's gonna take a little time for me to set that parking brake and let myself all wild shine.